Welcome to the How to Raise Money podcast for anyone who wants to raise other people's money for a business or property venture. Right now, there has never been more money on the planet and there has never been more opportunity. This podcast will help you put the two together. So, if you need money for your business or property proposals from banks, lenders, angels, whales or dragons, this is the podcast for you. Hi, and welcome to the How to Raise Money podcast. My name is Ray McLennan. And he's with me, Nigel T. Best. Ray, how are you doing today? Are good, you well? Good, good, very good. The sun is shining, and um, what's not to like? I have a garden. <laughs> yeah, hey, count. you got to count your blessings, haven't you? A lot That's of people it. thought gardens were a pain in the arse until the last year. Well, I nearly said you've got to count your chickens, but then my, the, my wife doesn't want chickens. She wants chickens, but... The, the conditions are that uh, Bravey, they, they, they lay the eggs, oh, they lay sure. the eggs, that's fine. But at the end of their lifespan, I'm going to eat them. And she went, no, we can't do that. And I said, well, <laughs> that's the rules. We're not getting chickens then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll, let me look out the window. Four. We've got four chickens. You've got four chickens? Four chickens. One died a few weeks ago. Oh, dear. And we didn't, we didn't eat it because... Uh, no, you know, egg laying chickens, they're, mm. they're not, they're not necessarily the, the nicest of, of chickens really? to eat. No, not I really. Chicken was a chicken was a chicken. Maybe. Well, maybe, maybe, but uh, no, we don't, we're not too sure what it died of. Uh, so, oh, right. you know, you kind of, yeah, you have second thoughts. So no, and it, you know, family pets, eating your family pets, <laughs> there's still a bit of a taboo around that. Certainly is in our household. They might not be in the McLennan household. Not in, not in ours, no. Like I say, my daughter's got a horse, and when that horse finally shifts off the mortal coil, I've, as I said, I've fed it for years. I want it to feed me for years, but I'm not allowed. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the How to Raise Money podcast, sponsored by the Vegan Society. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, how to, how to alienate people very quickly in an opening conversation. But let's, hey, let's come back I to this me. one. Because, Ray, we're going to go through uh, the template, which uh, you can get from the website www.htrmoney.co.uk. Yep. Because a lot of people were talking about it and saying, wow, that's, that's really useful, really interested. Can you just go through it? Um, can you just talk about it? Uh, a little bit more so we thought we'd quickly run through it direct mm -hmm. you to where you can download it from the website and uh hopefully yes it does help you so um yeah ray you've we've both got it open so we can quickly go yep. through it um if you want to kick off what have we called we've called it the we called it uh the, i suppose the i wanted to call it i wanted to call it uh, how to raise money the perfect proposal template in 20 slides or less fewer. to which you said it's fewer yep fewer. <laughs> so 20 slides or fewer um so but yeah it's 20 slides it's how to uh, how, how about in in under 21 slides <laughs> or in just in just 20 slides in just 20 slides okay go. so perfect property proposal in just 20 slides well, if you're listening to this and you think, right, I'm driving, I don't really want to take notes, the notes will be in the show notes and you'll be able to get a copy of the template at the end. Nigel is going to weave his magic wand and put a copy of that at the end. Yep. So, shall so, we go through it? Yeah, essentially, essentially, there's 10 main points 
in what we're calling the perfect, so in inverted commas, you know, in speech marks, perfect property proposal, uh, because obviously this is a template, and if you put a load of codswall up in there, then it won't be the perfect proposal. But <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it gives you a, a help in putting down the right sort of info in there. So uh, off you go, Ray. What have we got here? What are the ten? Do you want to quick give a quick summary of the ten? And yeah, quick quick go. summary of the ten. All right, okay. Um, so most people think that. Uh, when they are doing a proposal for funding, they need to put all about the property, you know, where it is and all that kind of kind. That's fine, but that comes kind of later. Uh, what you need to do to start with is any lender, institution, bank, uh, private investor, anything like that needs to know about you first. So who are you? What's your company? What, what is it that you've done? Um, and when we talk about the Crest model, we talk about credibility. So uh, credibility comes first, and then you can talk about returns and exits and securities and so on. But the credibility part is, in, is very, very important. So the perfect proposal uh, addresses that right away. So you will have, so I'll go through the, the, the 10. You go through your mission statement, your story. You want to make the investor the hero, your team, your track record, testimonials, the impact you've made, your core offer, then legals, and then a call to action. So that's the 10. Yeah, and, and the way that we've done it on this template is we've used, very kindly, uh, used an example. Um, and, and just to give you some, it's, it's basically some visuals. Uh, so you'll see it on the template. So, you know, you want something straight away that um, it's a bit like your elevator pitch uh, that you, you're putting in there for your mission statement. So what, what are you about? Uh, effectively, in this section here, you want a nice image that's fairly obvious. So if you're if you're dealing with building widgets, have a picture of a widget. As, you know, if you're dealing with property, have a picture of a property. Make it obvious. Don't do some crazy sunset with some ephemeral uh, sort of mission statement saying that you know you're going to be, be all sorts. No, keep it simple. Think of uh, the old Ron Seal ad. You do exactly what it says on the tin type thing. And you'll see it there. And you can, you know, keep it fairly simple. We've all sat in PowerPoint presentations where, I don't know about you, Ray, if I look in the bottom right and it says 323, you go, oh, my goodness, there's 322 more slides <laughs> in this presentation. And you panic. So, <laughs> If, if you already say, here's my proposal and it's only 20 pages, you know, it's only 20 slides yep. and it's made up of pictures and a few words, people go, I can do that. I can cope with that. So you, you'll see it. So a simple mission statement there it is, is kind of what you're about. Um, it doesn't need any further explaining. It tells people, it explains to people, and it's sensible. So again, this is something that uh, Ray and I can help with. If, if people are, are, are wondering, I don't know how to do this. You know, I keep writing, but my mission statement is 14 pages long. Then, you know, get in touch with us and we'll, we'll be able to uh, give you a, a bit of a critique. But the first one, mission statement, make it obvious. That's it. Short, sharp and to the point. That's exactly what you need. The next would be your story. So your story would be, uh, you know, I suppose, founded when it was founded, why you founded it, your reason why, why you wanted to get into the, what it was that you were doing. You know, do you want to add value? Are you looking to build affordable housing? Whatever it is that you're looking to do or, or whatever the company is, 
you you have a reason why, and this is your chance to tell that reason why. Yeah, do not start with, well, when I first went to junior school, uh, you know, we don't want that much of a story in there. Again, try and condense it to a slide or two. Okay, number three, make the investor the hero. Essentially, this this is leading up to why someone would want to be involved, and you've got to you've got to try and and make make it clear that uh, this is something that they're going to enjoy. They're going to get a good return, and it's going to be a process that uh, they are going to feel good about themselves at the end of it. Because if you start talking about, oh, it's me, it's me, I'm going to make this much money, I'm going to do this, I'm going to buy a yacht, I'm going to buy a fast car, the kind of people subconsciously will be thinking, what's in it for me? Whereas really what you want to flip it on your head and say, well, actually, we're just the guys behind who help you get a fantastic outcome. And that's, that's what you've got to do. Make it, uh, if you were reading it, does it read as if it's just about me or does it read as if it's uh, just about them? So, yeah, indeed. Now, many investors, you know, they don't just invest because they want a return on their money. They want to make a difference. You know, they want to drive past a building and point at it and say, I helped to create that. Or they want to, you know, back in the day when I was with Angel's Den, they wanted to visit restaurants if they if they put money into a restaurant or, or visit a factory or go to the university lab and see the product or go and see the product on a shelf. That's the sort of thing that they want to do so they can say to their friends and family, you know, that they helped to do that. So there's more to it than just the money. Okay, next one is uh, your team. So uh, there needs to be a team of people. You know, the teamwork makes the dream work, as they say. Um, even if you're only a one-man band to start with, you, you will invariably have to call upon other people. Now, they don't all have to necessarily work for you or be employed by you, but they'll work with you. And if you've worked with people in the past and you plan to work with them again in the future, put that down, put that down. If there's directors of the company, put that down. You can give a very brief overview of, of what, what you have, your experience. You know, again, as Nigel said, you don't need to say when you left school, but if you have um, experience and knowledge about the property market, for example, lay that out. Say, I have been involved in property for X number of years and this you know, sort of thing is what I've done. Uh, so that's you. You would then go on to the next part. Sorry, Nigel, do you want to talk about that? About I was just going to say, sometimes people forget their own qualifications. I had mm -hmm. literally had a conversation this week where someone was wanting to talk about uh, something. And uh, I, I said, well, you know, what, it, what credibility have you got? And he revealed that he had been a professor of psychology, both clinical and research. Um, and uh, and I went, okay, I think that ticks the box of you know what you're talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he was he was thinking, oh, should I use that? And it's amazing how people forget. But number five, track record. Now, <clears throat> this is if if you don't have a track record yourself, you could uh, leverage part of the people in your team and their track record. Uh, but you could also, indicate here the track record of the market as a whole. So you could do what they call third party uh, evidence and uh, leverage some of that. So if you were talking about mobile phones, you could say, well, this is how mobile phones, you know, is gone from people looking on their computers at websites to uh, 70, 80% and now looking on their mobile phone. That's why we're tackling the mobile phone market. This is the sort of thing you want to have that track rec track record that keeps you in line with, you know, 
the uh, the investment opportunity. So yeah, I remember that. I, I should remember years back when I'm on a desktop and had a mobile phone, and then when Apple uh, iPhone first came out, and I was still on a laptop, and somebody said, you know, within so many years we're going to be doing everything on the phone, and I just remember thinking, what a load of rubbish! There's no way you can't do everything on a phone, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm I'm still coming to uh, coming to terms with them turning CFAX off. <laughs> yeah, uh, the old ones are the best. When, when the football result, when your team and you just missed it, and you looked at the pages, and it was one of sixty-three, and you went, "Oh God, yeah, it's going to be an hour before I get my result." Yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, so yeah, track record, track record, leverage yours, uh, your team, and also the market. Okay, uh, next is testimonials. So, uh, have you worked with? Uh, people before who you've supplied a service for? Have you borrowed money from other people before? Uh, put the testimonials in there. Put down their uh, photograph, ideally, bit of sort of blurb of whatever it is they want to say and their name. And if you have contact details and they're happy to give the contact details, then I would say put them in there as well. And also think about that on your testimonials. If you are going to use them, it might be worth giving them the heads up and saying, you know, would you be happy if somebody else came along that they could get in touch with you and just have a conversation about your experience? Um, because sometimes uh, investors will want to take up effectively references. Mm -hmm. uh, so just have a chat with them. If they're happy, not only if they're happy to give a testimonial, they're going to be happy to be contacted. Uh, obviously, you don't want, you know, hundreds of people contacting them all the time because then they'll get fairly upset but that shouldn't be the case but uh, it's, it's worth doing is that on testimonials impact um this is a, a couple of things so ray alluded to it earlier the impact this could be various ways of looking at impact this could be your impact on uh, the particular advent, um, you know, venture that you're trying to do, what you're trying to achieve. So for some people, it could be like you're doing, Ray, um, affordable housing. You want to have an impact on that. It could be the environmental side of things. It could be the local economy. It could be uh, how you can see this going forward. Reason why, in my head, in my head, you, uh, a lot of people will have heard of ethical investors. Mm -hmm. And uh, what you'll find there is uh, investment firms will only invest in companies that have the same uh, values and beliefs and ethics as the, uh, the people wishing to invest. So if you can highlight that, this may strengthen your case in their eyes. Um, and obviously, it's something that uh, a lot of people are, are trying to focus on that, uh, yes, there's going to be profit all around, but it's also going to have a positive impact in this way, that way or the other way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, there's also the, well, we touched on the environmental impacts about carbon emissions, that sort of thing, which we've all got to abide by. Um, and uh, I mean, one of the things that we're doing, we're making an impact of uh, affordable housing, first of all, uh, secondly, for key workers, and thirdly, uh, CO2 footprint, the houses that we built, that, that we are um, building, have zero. It's, it's not even small carbon emissions, it's absolutely zero. So uh, that's the impact that people want to see. That's the impact that people want to hear about. So we put that in front and centre. Exactly. And uh, the government yesterday, I think it was, Ray, said that they're going for a 78% reduction or something in CO2. So they've upped the target for CO2 reduction um, by 20, 
35, I think, mm. to get back to 78% of 1990 levels or something like that. I, don't, I can't remember what it was, but it, it's quite ambitious. So if, if you can see show that you are dovetailing with that, that's pretty good. Pretty good. So okay. number eight, Ray. Next is getting to your core offer. So this is the core offer. What are you offering? So bear in mind, you're aiming at, well, with this one, let's say you're aiming at attracting uh, investors. You want to attract high net worth individuals. So what do you want? Uh, you want to let them know uh, the kind of returns that you're offering. Uh, is it fixed term loan? Are you doing joint ventures? Uh, how much should uh, uh, they be prepared to invest and for how long? So that's your core offer. So again, not getting specific about specific properties, but specifically what you offer as uh, a business. Yeah, it, it's, listen, folks, when you're doing this, the core offer has got to fit with everything else. It's got to resonate with the rest of the presentation. And it's also got to be kind of the, the final tick in confirming that this is good. So you've, it sounds like you're good people. It sounds like you're going to have a positive impact. And now it sounds like the offer is going to work as well. You know, this is tick, tick, tick. This is what you're trying to do. You're trying to get these micro yeses as people go through and go, you know, when they look at it, they go, yes, that's good. Yes, that's good. And then when the offer comes, they go, right, that's perfect. I'm in. Um, but then going beyond that, uh, the legals uh, side of things, uh, you can you can have a, a various uh, elements here. So it, it might be compliance with how you do things. So if you're doing it in conjunction with SAS pensions, you know, you'd talk about that. If you were doing it in terms of um, sophisticated investors, you do those sort of things. Um, Ray, I mean, this is kind of this is something that you've got to acknowledge, isn't it? Um, and make people aware of and, yeah, uh, and just make absolutely. sure you tick the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. No, with compliance, uh, you've got to be compliant in terms of um, are you presenting only to investment professionals? Are you looking for sophisticated investors, high net worths? You should be. Uh, that's what you should definitely be aiming at. And you've got to have a clear distinction between uh, borrowing an amount of money or between uh, sorry, not borrowing, but between returning an investment at a fixed rate or doing a joint venture, which could be a flexible rate. Got to be very careful around that, around that area. But we can guide you through that. We can guide you through the compliance and the legals and the the actual declarations that you have to make, because there are two declarations that you have to put into a proposal, and uh, we can show you what they are as well. Yeah, and it, it we can also talk you through the pros and cons of each particular approach. Because yeah. some people may want straightforward loans uh, and, and borrowing. Other people might want to get together and, and do joint, joint ventures. There's always pros and cons with each of these things. So uh, so that's definitely what we could do there. Uh, number 10, finally, number 10 is action, a call to action. It's amazing how many people will forget to tell people. So you, they've done nine nods of the head. They've said yes nine times. And then the 10th one. Uh, people say, right, thanks very much, um, and uh, see you later. And, mm. and people go, well, well, what the hell am I meant to do now? And, uh, <laughs> and they forget to ask, essentially, for the sale. But if you've got an action page that says, okay, what we expect you to do now is, if you're interested, contact us on this number or email this person or you know, go to this website or fill in this form, um, or, or even if it was face-to-face, -face, now sign this piece of paper uh, for maybe a non-disclosure agreement or anything like that, take you to the next stage and uh, let's, 
keep the conversation going. So do not forget number 10, how and why and when they should contact you. That's it. And on that, and on that note, you can contact us with uh, hello at hdrmoney.co.uk. Hello at hdrmoney.co.uk. And uh, we yeah, will you, get, get, get a copy of this, um, of this kind of template, this layout to help you put yours together. Um, and I know, Ray, you know, some people are, are sort of saying uh, they'd like a bit more involvement and, and talking to us, working with us. So if you would like to uh, find out more about me- potentially uh, working with us to help you on your journey, then again, drop us a note, drop us a line at the email there, hello at htrmoney.co.uk. And and just put in, put in this subject line, uh, I want to work with you. There you go. <laughs> and we'll spot that one. And uh, we'll let's start a, a conversation there about potentially what it is you're trying to do and how you think uh, we can help you on that journey. That's it. Okay. But no, that's great. Ray, excellent. Uh, I'm glad we've done that and just clarified it and helped people out with that. Um, and that there's uh, something they can pick up. So if you're driving, it's in the show notes. Uh, I'll put the links in there. It'll be the link to the website and it'll be obvious where you can get this download. Uh, click on it and uh, we can send you that download. All right. Perfect. I have been Ray McLennan. I'm still Nigel T-Best. We'll see you next time. Cheers, Ray. Thank you for listening to the How to Raise Money podcast. It's made for people who want to raise money as debt or investment equity for their business or property proposal or empire. The website has all the useful links and underlying research, and you can get downloads of the checklists and other useful information. See you next time, where we can show you how to raise money. There is abundance. There is money enough for everyone on the planet. The question is, who has yours?